Good morning. I'm going to start the sermon off with a joke. So a priest and a pastor were standing by the side of the road, holding up a sign that read, The end is near. Turn around now before it's too late. A passing driver drove by and yelled, You guys are nuts, and speeds past them. From around the curve, they hear screeching tires, and then a splash. The priest turns to the pastor and says, Do you think we should put up a sign that says bridge out instead? <laughs> Let's pray. Lord, please be with me. Guide me through your word. Let me say the things you want others to hear. In your precious name, amen. Okay, so after my last time up here, I wanted to go back and see the video so I could see what maybe I could do a little better. Just before I was going to do that though, I was thinking that I could do better by reaching, how could I do better by reaching more people? What can I do? That's funny. Should be what can God do through me? But I already did a sermon on that. So anyways, I was scrolling down to look for the video. And as I'm doing that, I noticed something. I started to see how many views the videos were getting. And then I got really curious, so I went into the Page Insight. We average 158 views, with the highest views on one video of 258 views. Wow, isn't that amazing? Romans 12, 9 to 13. Be sincere in your love for others. Hate everything that is evil, and hold tight to everything that is good. Love each other as brothers and sisters. Honor others more than you do yourself. Never give up. Eagerly follow the Holy Spirit and serve the Lord. Let your hope make you glad. Be patient in times of trouble and never stop praying. Take care of God's needy people and welcome strangers into your home. Isn't it, it true? Look at what he can do. While we were going through a pandemic, he was making a way for others to be reached. Isn't that amazing? Why are we here in the church today? Well, let's look at the Bible. The definition of the church is a place where God's people to meet, gather in his name, to praise him, and teach, learn the word, so you can be strong and better disciples. So we can go out and spread the gospel. Let's read Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. Christ chose some of us to be apostles, prophets, missionaries, pastors, teachers, so as people would learn to serve, his body would grow strong. This will continue until we are united with our Father and by our understanding of the Son of God. Then we will be mature, just as Christ is, and we will be completely like him. God's church. He is the head, and the people of faith, they are the body. We have to let the head guide us. But our faith and understanding of the word has to be strong and healthy. If we don't have enough strength and knowledge, we won't be able to do what the head wants. We have to meet and gather together so we can become strong. We have to grow. If we're supposed to follow by Jesus' example, then let's read Luke 4, 16. Jesus went back to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. 
And as usual, he went back to synagogue on the Sabbath. Did you catch that? As usual, he went to the synagogue on Sabbath. The Son of God. Even as a boy, he was in the synagogue with people of faith, helping them, challenging them to not be one-minded, but to really understand and know what God's word means. Doctors and pro athletes have to study and practice all the time to be the best at what they do and be ready for anything that might happen. So why is it that us as Christians have such a hard time going to God and studying his word all the time? Would you believe in a doctor or a pro athlete if they only knew a little bit about their study or their profession? No. You want to go to somebody that has studied and knows their profession inside and out. As Christians, we have to have faith in Jesus and trust the Lord that he will guide us and strengthen us through his word. So much so we may be wise enough and strong enough to be strong disciples for the Lord. To place your faith in Jesus is not a one-and-done event, but a continuous practice. In Matthew 28, 18-20, it says, Jesus came to them and said, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go to the people of all nations and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to do everything I have told you. I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. How can God show you his will and strengthen your faith if you're not willing to fully commit and, and understand the word so you can go out and do the work of Christians and not just a believer? It is one thing to say, believe in God, but he wants more than just a believer. He wants us to be Christ-like. Ephesians 5, 8-10. You used to be like people in the dark, but now you live, or now you are people of the light because you belong to the Lord. So act like people of the light. Make your light shine and be good, honest, and truthful as you try to please the Lord. Did you know most of Jesus' fastest miracles happen? When the ones being healed believed enough that if they just talked to him or just touched his clothes, they would be healed. But those who challenged him or didn't do as he asked right away, the longer it took for the miracles and teachings to happen. Kind of says something about having faith now, doesn't it? We need to start doing things differently. We can't be stuck in the rhythm and the ways of the world. Or as my actor friend would say, stop changing your act for every different scene. We gotta stop dressing our lives for the occasion and then expect something different. We have to stick to our beliefs, act like Christians, be Christians. Trust the Lord will guide you. Psalm 1611. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is a fullness of joy. At your right hand, her pleasures are forevermore. I heard something funny about what the town called this church, AGC, All Gone Crazy Church. Now we can look at things differently. We can get self-conscious and hide in here and lock the doors and do like the disciples did after Jesus died on the cross. 
Or do we go out, spread the gospel of how he's alive? Like it says on the sign out front also, AGC Gospel Church. <laughs> and show them why we are crazy about the Lord. Do you know the definition of insanity he is? Is to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. I need to stop seeing my ways and wants, my own wants and ways, and start seeing the little things that turn into great blessings of His. Chris can tell you I am not a morning person. Give me a night shift and I'm roaring to go. But tell me I have to work a little bit earlier in the morning and it's the end of the world. But every time he sees me in the morning, he says, good morning. And I'm pretty sure every time I say morning, <laughs> completely leaving out the good. See, in the AM, by the time I get to work, I've already spent time in the Word, and I've been either feeling down because I have not met up to His Word, or struggling to figure out a way I could do better. But I keep forgetting to look at the pros and the good in good morning of all the good things He has done for me before then. And trust me, I know it's not just me. There's a lot of stories in the Bible that were way worse than my problems. Like Joseph. What do you think your first thoughts would have been at the start of his story? Would you be praising God or questioning your faith? They didn't start out good. But once God's plan worked out, it was way better than my own faith could ever come up with. I've heard people say... Times are different now than they were back then. Or it's a lot harder now to spread the word than it was then. Or it's in the end times, what's the point? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Have you read the word and studied it? In Daniel 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into a fire for their faith. In 2 Corinthians 15, nations were destroying one another. And if it's the end times, then isn't it the point to help save as many souls as possible to do and do God's will so it pleases Him? Acts 20, 24. But I do not care what happens to me. As long as I finish the works the Lord Jesus gave me to do. And this work is to tell the good news about Jesus' gift of undeserved grace. So I might be sleeping on the couch tonight after this, but so when Anna was pregnant with Maddie, she had a Mentos drop moment. If you don't know, well, during pregnancy, hormones can be a little off. Uh, who am I kidding? Way off. <laughs> Best example I was told by a buddy was, it's like dropping a Mentos into a bottle of Coke. While it's sailing through the air, everything is smooth. But no long, not long after it sinks in, kaboom. Look out, take cover, because you don't know what way, how far, or how long it's going to last. <laughs> the first time Anna got it, I was almost ready to look up exorcist, start crying out, power of Christ compel you, and take the cross off the wall and use it as a shield. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it is the body's way of growing the little one and strengthening the body. It might take a bit for the body to get used to it. 
But as time goes on, you start to understand it better and you will also start seeing the healthy growth. Instead of thinking of the mentos drop as a messy thing, like there's going to be coke everywhere, you need to think of it as a good way. Like the coke is you, the mentos is the Holy Spirit. If the coke is the community or the mentos is the church, Take the cap off. Let the Holy Spirit fuel you up so much so that you're exploding with excitement to go out. Spread the good news. And not just news, the good news. Back to insanity. If we just come to this building on Sunday to try to stay awake for the sermon, then go back to our ways of the world once we leave, do you really think things are going to change? And for those that might be afraid to come, or someone rubbed them the wrong way, or had a bad experience in a church before, or might even think you are not good enough. You are good enough, trust me. Think of it more like a scar. It hurts when you get it, but as it heals through time, you will notice it doesn't hurt anymore. You will remember it, but if you let it heal clean and healthy, it will not hurt anymore. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him. He will make your path straight. Why did most of Jesus' miracles and greatest teaching happen outside of synagogue and unplanned events? because that's when it happens. I can stand up here and give you scriptures of how God is always with you and you can do anything if it is God's will. But unless we commit ourselves to doing it as it says in the word, to go spread the good news, make disciples, baptize them, gather with one another to make each other learn, grow, to grow and to be Christ-like so our light might shine for others to see. If the sign out front says AGC Gospel Church, let's make the sign, make sure people can understand the sign out front and it makes sense so everyone can truly understand it. As many of us have learned from the years, it might not be our will, but God's plan. Once we let God in to do his plan, isn't it amazing? Just a few examples in the church this year. Marty and Jay. Do you think they knew they were going to have a new friendship was going to happen? No. Now what? We started a jam so we could build and have a relationship and praise God. How about Brian and Aaron? Do you think either of them thought through Aaron helping Brian that their families would be coming to the church and growing and helping others grow in their faith? No. What about Norm and Scott? I know Norm and Scott are good friends, but... Isn't the Lord amazing how he puts the right people in our lives at just the right moment? Because we have had so many views online, I'd like to take this opportunity for everyone that is here or online to help them accept Jesus if, they are, if it is in their heart and they do believe and they'd like to accept him. I would like us to say this prayer. Even if you're not ready to commit right now, here's the prayer for later. Lord Jesus, for too long I have kept you out of my life. I know that I'm a sinner 
and I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the doors when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gratefully receive your gift of salvation. I'm ready to trust you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to earth. I believe you are the Son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe in you, your words are true. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and be my Savior. Amen. Just have a closing prayer. Lord, help me to remember that you want us to be uh, the body for you. We cannot form the ways of this world. But we cannot form to the ways of this world, but mold in the image of you so others may see your gifts of undeserved grace. In your precious name, amen.